When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on Seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone. To Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end Greetings, traveler. Come warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of heroism, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Dejelos, and with me again, Arkaneer, the best tank in the world, except for my sexplar. How are you, Ark? For a second, I thought you were going to <laughs> but... Ah, you For a second, it was <laughs> almost like he was going to say something nice, and then yeah. he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it seems about right. Like, something I would yeah. do. Yeah. That, would, that would have been weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think that probably would have thrown you off more than the sexplar comment. Be like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm confused. What just happened here? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I'm thinking would have happened. Also joining us, she didn't talk this week, which was pretty awesome, um, but <laughs> Robot Dancer is back once again. How are you? Hello. Good. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. I nearly yeah. did talk, actually. I was going to ask you something. But <laughs> did <laughs> you really? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Well, Oops. you did good, because you didn't. And I know. Yeah. I'm learning. Yeah, uh, that's pretty awesome. I mean, so welcome back. Thank you for showing up for another podcast. And uh, Chat Room, thank you for showing up on this Sunday afternoon for 
our adventures in Nern. So first off, whatever we do in is we talk about what we are doing in-game. Now clearly we're in-game this week because it's the PvP Mayhem, which I just got an achievement for because I just took a district, which was pretty awesome. Um, and now there's some AD guy that I'm hunting down, which is also cool. Uh, but uh, before we really start, I guess we should probably let our guest talk, right? Isn't that wouldn't that be the nice thing to do? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. guess what? You get to talk. <laughs> okay. So what have I been up to this week? Um, yesterday had best time instead of doing um trials night for the guild we just went into um cyrodiil mm. so storms organized it kilted was there all the usuals and we had so much fun i've never had fun doing pvp before because <laughs> i don't really like it but we had fun we got heaps of the achievements for the event we ran around capturing like the farms and everything we got a few keeps and I kept not waiting for everyone and going in dying, but it's kind of usual. Um, yeah, it was really good. We had a ball. It was lots and lots of fun, so that was a good day. And other than that, I have been continuing on my questing in Oridon. And I came across one really funny NPC, so I've, I'm going to reenact what they said to me. I was running into Matheson and there was a an NPC standing on the bridge. And usually they give you little clues about what you're going to do. So I went up and spoke to them, and this is what the NPC said, and I'm going to do a silly accent. Oh, dear. What is your type doing here? You smell awful. Truly awful. Get away from me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did you smell awful? I mean... (laughs) No, I did not. Anyway, it was very funny. Nice. nice. That's pretty much it for me. Wow, really? Nothing else? That's sad. I'm just questing and usual. They're the two most exciting things. Okay, I see. I'm fighting a Khajiit right now who's trying to get away, and I'm just about to kill him. Kill it. Because, you know, that's what I do. I kill Khajiit. Oh, I killed him! What I you did? Okay. What are you talking about, your cat? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I do that, too, because she's... Sometimes she's a little butt, um, but she didn't show up this this uh, this week. She's Well, she's sitting here, but she's not... She's being good. good. So, I mean, I'm right now hunting around in Cyrodiil and uh <laughs> hunting down people for the achievements because you know what campaign are you in i might come and join you uh i don't even know <laughs> i'd have to look i honestly just jumped in and i don't know whatever my home one was i i think vivek i guess but yeah because i didn't get a whole lot of time to play this week and i, I let ark and ear know uh like well i mean i'll let ark go first but like, this is not really related to ESO. It's more related to the fact that I was so busy doing DCN stuff. Like, last night I had a podcast to record. This is actually the second of three I'm recording today. Uh, wow. <laughs> I know, I know, I am I have a problem. This is, this is known. <laughs> um, but I was so stressed last night because another show I have to do, I we weren't getting it done, and I needed to have it done by Monday, and... I, 
There's so much editing work still to do on it. I, I was I was panicking. I was practically hyperventilating because I wasn't oh. having it done. And we were going to record last night, but I was in no fit state. I was a mess. And I normally, everyone here knows me. I don't normally get upset very often. Not. I mean, other than in PvP and at AD and DC, but that's <laughs> that's justified. I was so stressed last night. I went to bed. I I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I went to bed uh, when my son went to bed, and I cuddled with him all night, and that was awesome, and that calmed me down. So I feel better today. And good. number two good. podcast is underway. Three will be later. Doing good. Doing good. That's all I got to say is we're, we're moving along and I, I like it. So, um, but yeah, that, that was, it was kind of my week. I've just been, it, I was so stressed about doing these. So <laughs> no. I didn't get a chance to really play a whole lot, but I, I'm feeling better now. Part of it's done. So just gotta, gotta record this one yet. And then one more. Uh, so <laughs> arc, what have you been doing, man? So, uh, we'll talk about it later, but um, since it's the double alliance point PvP event currently mm-hmm. going on in ESO, I've been doing PvP. I got back into it. I started with Battlegrounds. I queued up for Cyrodiil. That was fun. Like <laughs> 600 people. Just waiting <laughs> for hours. So, yeah. Um, I've been back in PvP still with the same build uh, that I stole for, from Galskner. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Clever Alchemist one. Yeah. Mm. It's hard to give that one up. I know there's some really powerful ones, but Clever Alchemist is... It's so nice because you can get that burst on demand mm-hmm. when you need it. I mean, well, to yeah. an extent. I mean, it does have a long cooldown, but it's just a potion popper and you're good to go. So it, it's hard to hard to give that up. It is a, it's a really powerful mm-hmm. set. And the main problem is, I mean, I love how tanky it is because I can, like... If I want to, if I if I'm not trying to output some damage, I can stay alive for a very long time. Unless there's some like three person starts Templar beaming me or soul assaulting <laughs> me, then 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 it doesn't hold. Like you you go down pretty quickly. Yeah. But otherwise, unless you are trying to damage, it's quite tanky. And when you need to deal damage, like when you are left one versus one, that instant burst is devastating. Like. They don't. They don't really understand what's happening because you you are hitting them normally for a while, and they think that your damage is, let let's say you you have X damage, but suddenly you pop a potion and that X goes from goes to you know doubles up. Yeah. So that's that's usually just. It, uh, it's surprising. Surprises them. Yeah. yeah. No. So that's what I love about it. I mean, so, I, yeah, I I always yeah. run it too. Like that's something that I have a hard time getting. A, and I know so many more of them are drop sets, uh, but when I PvP, it's so hard to get away from that alchemist because it's so easy to acquire. It just requires a crafter with the skill, and which you know I have, so it's easy to make. And it's just so powerful right out the gate. It it's hard to give up. So battlegrounds was uneventful, really. Especially since the Battleground uh, achievement is bugged. You know, mm-hmm. you can't get the event achievement from Battleground. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty uneventful, as usual. I, as always, I hated Max Orcs because they are still annoying, very annoying. Um, that haven't changed. <laughs> so I got the Song of Pelinal Volume 8 out of my first mid-year boon box. Nice. <laughs> so. Not nice. Not nice. 
I opened <laughs> nine boxes, got like siege repair kits, wall repair kits, and from his first box, he gets the book. Well, to be fair, my first box is the one you get when you finish the quest. I didn't get anything good out of that one. Just, you know, the just the standard. But yeah, the first one I got, I got volume eight of the Song of Pelinal, So I opened ten crown crates, all free, one on PC European side, one on PC North American side. I got nothing I got five ugly Morrowind creature. I don't remember the name. The Nyx. And then Nyx Yeah. And then Angelos here opens three crates and gets the Dwarven Wolf. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> just a cupid on the stream. Come on. There, there's a Shame video. There, there's a video of me. I finally went. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna open these. I'm gonna record it. Just you know, I'm against crown crates. <laughs> and I actually missed a day because I only had five. Because I still had the one from when I, um, from when I bought yep. Morrowind. So I only had five. And what all did I get? Um. I got the Dwemer cute, the little sphere, the trinket. That's fun to play with. I got a monocle. I got, I feel like, oh, I got the Dwarven Skulk pet. Uh, the one little oh, Skulk, the Dwarven one. Yeah, I got him. And then on my last crown crate, I got an extra, an extra card and the Dwarven Wolf. So, and it's funny because in the video, as soon as I got it, I was like, son of a, Ark is going to hate me. <laughs> and then yeah. I linked it to Ark and made him hate me. So. He hates you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it's, it's justified. I, I hate his RNG. No, I don't have any problem with that. That was pretty much the, that was pretty much the, uh, the common thought on the comments on the YouTube was your RNG is disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know. Sorry, everyone. Um, but yeah, it, it, yeah, I got one of the dwarven, um, the dwarven ones. So whatever that is, uh, actually I'll even pull it up here on the stream. I have it up there. I'm actually riding it just as a, you know, there he is <laughs> to rub it in, just to rub it in. Actually, really, it's the, I'm only going to, I'll only have them for a little bit. I'm probably going, what does it do when you press space while not uh, moving? You know, the oh, animation. when not moving, hold on, let me. I pull him up. He he appears. It's funny because when he put when you summon him, he appears almost. It looks like steam coming out of the ground, like they're popping out of a uh, out of one of the pipes or whatever. But when mm-hmm. you hit space, oh, he he uh, he he howls, but he becomes electrified. So like Ooh. the entire body is like shocking. So I mean, this is clearly not safe to be on. <laughs> I have no idea how my balls aren't electrocuted every time he howls, but. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually only riding him for a little bit. I'll switch back to my Radadu, who I he's my uh, one year of staying subbed um, reward. I mean, he's the one I value the most because oh know, yeah, he was my you were sub for an entire year when everyone hated the game kind of deal. So <laughs> yeah, I love. I that. remember the hype when they gave us that tiger though. Like we, we I I remember everyone on Discord or some you know i don't remember what we were using back then was discord but uh team like speaker you. ventrilo i think but yeah it's yeah, funny because it hoaxer some... in chat's like dear lord he's actually using the mouse <laughs> 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 yeah i know i am i am uh just because just because <laughs> what would have really been disgusting rng however is if i got one of the ones you can't buy with uh crown crate uh gems the the viridian wolf or something 
because those ones are like supposedly super rare. I don't know. I think I that... wouldn't be surprised, you know. I don't know. I, don't know. I just thought it was. You are RNG. I'm not surprised about anything. I just hate it. <laughs> I didn't get. Not I only surprises. got like three items. I think I did get one item that I already had. Uh, what was it? It was a costume, I think. Uh, oh, the um... puzzle orb. No, no, I I got the puzzle orb, but I didn't have that because I I don't buy crown crates. Uh, the 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 thing that you wanted so bad. Oh, the netic, yeah, yes. you got the netic as well. Yes, I got the netic, so I got gems out of that. I I had I had to turn like ten items into gems to get the netic, you know. Oh yeah, well at least you got it, something you wanted, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm in free free crates, and I got my netic armor, so yeah, I'm I'm not complaining about the crates. At least the free crates. I'm complaining about the crates, but yeah. I'm complaining about your overall RNG. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if there was a way to earn crates in game, even if it was like one crate a week or something like that, that you know, for a month, like essentially what you would get from buying a sub, I would have no problems. And they could even make it that you exactly. actually had to play the game. It's not just a login reward, like a weekly quest of some kind to yeah. get them. I would have no problem with crown crates. My problem with crown crates is there's no way to earn them in-game even if it was at a limited amount that's why so many people don't complain about games like overwatch because yeah they have crates and stuff but you can earn them while playing the game and then if you want extra chances you buy them if you could earn them in game even at like a somewhat decent rate i'm not talking like one a month because that's just insanity but you know a little faster than that then my problem wouldn't be there like well everyone has a chance if they play the game to at least get some items um, but if you want more chances, you buy more crates. Like, that makes sense to me. Like, why wouldn't mm -hmm. you do a thing like this? So, exactly, and I don't know why they wouldn't do a thing like that. I'm kind of hoping that this... And, and Zoss, I'm putting a lot of faith on you here, but I'm kind of hoping, like, this login reward thing was a um, a test for finding out a way of yeah. doing it. Maybe even if it is yeah. a login reward, like you log in five days out of a week or something like that and you get a crown crate, you know, or yeah. however however they want to do it as long as, you know, somewhat reasonable. I'm hoping this was just a test to see if it would work and maybe now they'll, you know, switch it up a little bit, you know what I mean? And be like, hey, we're actually going to add a way to earn them in game. And I can tell you right now, my my complaints would be gone. Because, like I said, then at least there's a way of earning them in-game, even if it's just a few of them a month, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, then well, it's... kind of like housing. Some of the housings are achievement-based, or you can use crowns, so the same sort of thing. Right. You do have both. Yeah, but by earning them in-game, you know, even with the crowns, even if it's, like I said, only one a week or whatever from, like, doing a weekly raid quest or... Whatever. I, it yeah. doesn't have to be raid quests, so it could be people doing things. But, you know, they have those bonus rewards or whatever for doing, like, the trials every week or whatever. They could do it in-game. Like, you do this a week, you get one crown crate. You know, one a week, that's four a month. And then if you wanted more, you know, that's essentially you buy them. That would give you, uh, essentially, each quarter, it would give you 12 crown crates worth of opening to get items from that crown season. And if you wanted more, you would have to, you know buy which i would be okay yeah. with exactly yeah. well we'll see <clears throat> i mean I as have, you said it's, I have it's hopes <laughs> i hope yeah i hope it this free crate thing was a test or some sorts yeah definitely. or a preparation you never know 
Yeah. You never know when it's Zenimax. They can always surprise you. For good or for bad, but... More often than not, it's been for bad, but we still have hope it's for good. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely for good. Um, so what else you got, Ark? Uh, so, I forgot. I know, um, I interrupted you, but I like carrying the conversation <laughs> on organically. It makes for interesting... Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, no problem there. Yeah. Uh, it's just that I decided to stream before this, before podcast. Yeah? So... I didn't expect, you know, how tiring it would be, so that kind of disoriented. <laughs> anyway, I was in Cyrodiil in addition to Battlegrounds, and I missed it, like the siege and everything. Mm -hmm. One thing I didn't miss is the Altmer train, the famous banana train, oh. which, <laughs> like, 10 of them using Eye of Flame or whatever, that firing, and just mm -hmm. running towards you, and yeah. you die. So, I, I no, normally they do that with 10, like, but since it's a double AP event, we were sieging this castle with, I guess there were about 40, 50 of us there. I don't know how many Altmers were inside, but as soon as we broke the doors, hell break loose. Like, suddenly, it, it like, pouring Altmers, all of them have that Eye of the Flame or whatever skill. Yeah. And we just... 40, 50 of us just scattered and died. Isn't in that of the, the, the Grondor helm or something like that? The... Yeah, something like that. I think so. I, I don't know the name. Like, in that recap, it says some of them were Eye of the Flame and some of them were something different. So I don't know which one is which, but it's. I guess it's that set. I don't know. It's that set because I think it's... I forget what it does, but it's essentially... It's something you can keep up fairly easily. It's like any time you cast a spell, you know, creates this or whatever, you know? So, I don't know. So, oh. yeah, something like that happened. and well, <laughs> I just crushed a blueberry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Do, do slash sweep on him. Because he slash was... Sweep. he was. I was trying to open a chest, so he threw a... a, a a shard at me, knock me over. Then he, then he beams me. I run up to him, bash him in the face with my sword. He goes, what? And then I just, I crushed him. I crushed <laughs> him. And now it made me feel good. <laughs> I would go into battlegrounds now too, but having a mechanical keyboard, I don't think that would be pleasing for the, yeah, I'm trying to be very quiet. Um, but yeah, he, he snuck up on me thinking he was going to get me. And I turned around <laughs> bashed his face in so that was pretty fun oh there's one two three uh, i guess i i have to be careful because there's one two three four hoaxer said a friend of mine just quit eso after like 2k hours <laughs> after he finally got emperor on shore camp oh really wow i don't think i'll ever play i mean i'm probably over 2000 hours in eso because I'm, I'm at 950 hours just on Steam, and that's like I bought it on Steam after two years mark or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm probably at some like 3,000 hours, and I'm still nowhere in the leaderboard. Still not maxed out on champion points, even though I've been playing with one character on each server. Apparently, I haven't played I, that much because this only says I've been playing for 73 days. Wow. I mean, seven to three days just on that character online time, that's actually not little, you know. 
It's oh, it's almost two thousand uh, hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's almost. Uh, and that doesn't count any ults or anything. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's seventeen thousand or seventeen hundred hours. So yeah, now makes okay. All right. <laughs> I actually like man. I must not be that much. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Gotcha. Yeah, that's two thousand hours. But I don't really PvP that much. So I mean, I PvP yeah, once maybe. in a great while because it's not really a play style that I I enjoy. I mean, you, you may you may get a different opinion. The fact I giggled like a little schoolgirl after crushing that guy, but <laughs> in reality, I don't I don't really care to play this that much. I'm just I'm not a PvPer. I mean, I like it. I love PvP in my games, but I I don't make it as a primary play style. So, um, I mean, I think my primary primary play style is aimlessly jumping around so. and slash red guard dancing. Yep, that, that's that your too. that's your play style. Only when people are watching. Well, clearly, <laughs> that's it. you need an audience, or else it's not worth it. I mean, since the start of the show, all I've been doing is just jumping around in Vardenfell and occasionally picking up a material. So that, <laughs> th- this is probably thousand of that three thousand hours is just me <laughs> aimlessly jumping around trying to get on top of random stuff in the game. Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like right now, I'm trying to get top of this broken ruin, but it's proving difficult. I can imagine. I don't know why. I'm watching this herd Not of blueberries right now. There's like seven of them. <laughs> you can take that. Uh, I would if I had PvP gear on, because I don't think <laughs> they do, but I'm going to try to stealth and hide. Coward. I know. There's too many of them, though. <laughs> Too many. I'm doing the arena in the arena district. Oh, are you? Yeah. Maybe they'll get separated and I can hunt one down. <laughs> I'd love following Two. these guys. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Just, um, yeah, that, that was, I, I was about to say, so that was it. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so for me, I haven't done a whole lot in game. I mean, I got a chance to hop on um, a little bit earlier and I... Uh, did one delve that was with the Dun Dunmary brother and sister, the ones in the Dwarven Ruin, mm-hmm. and yeah, um, the Valos twins. They're pretty fun. I I like those. I had fun with them, and uh, I didn't. Yeah, that was really all I had time to do. Like I really wanted to hop in and do this PvP event, uh, obviously for the you know the the points and the achievements so and stuff, but I just haven't got a chance to really really do it and i just i don't know i that's kind of my kind of my thing is i want to do it but at the same time i also it, i just had a hard time jumping in here and doing what i needed to do so um i wonder if i can get this guy you can i i'm delayed on the stream but you can <laughs> got him <laughs> yeah. and now i'm stealthed <laughs> I'm fighting these guys. Woohoo! I, I, I forgot where I was. I, I'm watching the stream right now. <laughs> you forgot what you were doing? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, they finally got me. Uh, but I snuck in and I got the guy. And that was pretty fun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's what I did. I, uh, and honestly, that's pretty much been all I've done in ESO. I really wanted to hop in. But like I said earlier, my. Um, 
my week has just been crazy trying to finish all these different things that I need to finish in order to, you know, do podcast related mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> so I didn't really get a chance to hop in and do a whole lot. Um, with that said, you know, like I did open those crown crates, which we talked about earlier. And, uh, I recorded a video of that, which was pretty neat. Um, cause I got the dwarven wolf and, um, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> you can argue the validity of the lore friendliness of, of that wolf or not, but um, yeah, so I did that, and that, that's been about it. And then, of course, I bought the you know the two hundred, uh, freaking, uh, you know what I'm talking about the diadrectrons. Yes, yes. Yeah, I went back and bought like thousand and like twelve hundred, and then spread them across the guild banks. So you know, <laughs> if anyone misses logging in during the weekend, that's very nice. Of me. Then I got another twelve hundred for myself. I don't know what I'll do with them, but you know, I'm, I might build a house or something out of thrones. Yeah. Just out of thrones. <laughs> yeah, you, you never know what what you could use them for. It's free and got, yeah. can be useful. It you is free. Know. It is free. One of my friends is going to build a throne out of the thrones. Oh wow, that is a good idea. Throne that, out oh, of I the thrones. I like it. But I don't think I can fit that many thrones inside the house I have, the Autumn's Gate. Uh, <laughs> it's too small to fit that many. That you could many literally trees. do the entire house uh in in uh in, in throne or in, in uh you know in thrones. Like you could fill up everything yep. and just do <laughs> thrones. That would be kind of funny. That'd be really funny. I'm actually looking, we just managed to kill that group that I fought. And we, we killed them, so that was pretty cool. And I got an in-pen hat of Desert Rose. Oh. Oh. That's pretty nice. I'm going to lock that. And a chest, which is nothing good. So I, I didn't get anything good out of the one thing, so feel better. Feel better. I didn't get anything good. No one good. gets anything good out of those chests. Well, I didn't get anything I'm probably, good out of during, it, so. the, during our you know overall Imperial City events, you're, again, probably the most you know benefited guy from those events really why would you, you say know? that is that even a, like your rng why would oh you my but my rng in those events don't really help really because what is there to get i don't know not really a whole lot to get i mean i got desert rose that was nice uh i don't know if it's a really good set it's not terrible i guess but basically from now on you are a max orc to me like, a mag- it doesn't matter if you're. <laughs> don't matter what you're playing. Max. You are a yeah. mag sork. I see. It doesn't actually matter if you get anything good or bad. Like, you're if t- I, even when I kill a mag sork that is playing bad or not causing any problem, I hate them because they are just Maxorc. because they're a mag sork. Yeah. 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 And and even if you don't get anything good out of the chest or anything, I hate you because you you are you're RNG. You're a mag sork templar. That's what you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I accept your hate because it seems it seems like it's it's well placed. Like <laughs> I feel like that is acceptable. Um, I'm going to keep hating you until Zenimax Online takes notice of your RNG and, <laughs> and nerfs my RNG. Do, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: if they nerf my RNG, it would probably nerf everyone else's down to nothing. Oh no no no! They'll they'll just nerf yours. Like specifically your character, your account. <laughs> just my <laughs> account gets nerfed. Yeah, I see. Okay. And they'll spread that, like they they'll share 
your RNG between other players. <laughs> it would be completely unbalanced then, because then everyone would yeah. get gear, and it's like, how is this working? They up the percentages for everything. Yeah, no, that's just my RNG. I like it. I like it. It's funny, because this follows me around any game that I play. Um, I, I, I think I hopped back in... What was it? The last time I hopped back into WoW, I did one of their raids and got one of the rarest mounts, the Ashes of Alar, and I uh, shouted up to Thais. All I heard was... Well, I can't really say it, because it's a family-friendly podcast, but just assume it was a multitude of expletives, and then you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know it, what, it was a lot of cursing, like more than I think I've ever heard her say before, ever. And, you know, and then there we are. But there used to be this comedy, comics, and movie, Asterix, and what was the other one? Obelix. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the the big one had had his powers all the time, because when he was a kid or whatnot, he dropped into the, uh, the thing that the potion is being made of okay so you probably dropped into the rng <laughs> thing like where the rng is being made you probably dropped into it when you are you were a kid <laughs> it's infused in my you entire are, body yeah yeah you are the obrix of rng <laughs> <laughs> okay all right i see okay makes sense that's actually funny you say that <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was pretty much my gameplay. Not a whole lot. And I mean, I'm doing the thing now. I captured the district and now I'm just trying to kill players because it's nice and easy to kill players. I just got a district to myself. Hooray. I finally found some people and I'm stalking them. Oh, I'm actually, I've already got the districts. I'm hunting for players now because players are what I want to (laughs) kill. Because that's how I get the next achievement. Uh, before we hop into the news, we got to say thank you to our awesome patrons over at patreon.com slash Dungeon Crawler Network. Uh, we got several new patrons this month, and you guys are amazing, including Audrey Bites and Happy Hansel. There we go. Uh, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Every little bit helps. Uh, it, it came to the point that if every single person that listened to this show uh, would donate a dollar a month to this show, Ark and I could pretty much just, you know, this would be it. This would be the full-time job for us because <laughs> we do have quite a few listeners. So every little bit helps. If you don't think you contribute, you know, a whole bunch, even a dollar a month helps every little bit, and we really do appreciate it. And by doing so, you do get access to all of our shows up to a day early, sometimes a little longer, depending on whether or not I'm not far behind. So that's always appreciative. And, of course, you are added to our monthly giveaways over there. Uh, also, a shout out to our awesome Twitch supporters because now we have Twitch subs as well, and our newest supporter, Meowsbark. Uh, you may know them because they send us emails, and it's really awesome. So, it is much appreciated. <laughs> I just shot um, an Altmer in the face with the bow because he went to attack. He was low health. I literally ran up and shot one arrow at his face, and he died. It was great. Probably the best <laughs> thing I think I've ever done. <laughs> oh, I just saw it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like literally, he's like almost dead. Just ran up, shot him, arrow right in the face. I love it. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, so there we go. That was thank you so much to all of our awesome supporters. You can also support the podcast by going to any of our podcast shows, whether it be Tales of Tamriel, our Dungeon Crawlers episode, our Ashes of Creation show, any of them, and leaving us an iTunes review. Leave an iTunes review on all of our shows. That would be insanely helpful. We appreciate it so much. And, I mean, we can't thank you enough uh, for doing that for us because it really, it really does help us those itunes reviews help us be more seen uh on the boards it's amazing and we really really appreciate it so thank you all right it's the news and arkaneer you're gonna take up <laughs> right so we got one piece of news to quick to mention is uh well we mentioned there's a pvp event going on and it's called mid-year mayhem pvp event i might be it doing started... it right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It started at July 20 and will continue until 31st of July. Uh, what you gotta do is, well, basically what you get actually, for what you gotta do is you get a crown. Uh, Ag, you know the crown better. Than it, what's this crown? It's essentially a, <laughs> how do I want to say it? It is a, um, if you know anything about lore of Rome, it is a grass crown the crown that's given by soldiers uh for doing something amazing in battle it's popularized by caesar wearing that laurel crown laurel wreath that's essentially what it was the the uh grass crown as they called it in rome but it's also uh the laurel crown as well so it's actually really awesome and i really want it <laughs> well so that's the yeah that's that's the thing you get uh, the main thing you get from this event by completing the achievement mm -hmm. along with the title star made knight now uh, i don't really like that title i guess battleground butcher feels a lot better in my case <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you get the title as well and for these two these two uh you need to complete seven unique achievements uh, you could open the achievement list yeah, I can absolutely do it. It's open right now. Um, the achievements are the, what is that? The Paranif Insurgent, which is capture an Imperial City district during the event. Echo of Palinel's Fury, which is just reading the scroll of Ferocity, which is uh, you get it for completing the main quest, or the quest getting in here, which is literally just going into Cyrodiil, talking to a person, getting a scroll that you can use. It's essentially the same thing as the Mead. You can use it every two hours and get double uh, AP. Uh, Chosen of the White Strike, which is you acquire those boxes and you open boxes for getting rewards of the worthy, and then opening, you know, 25 of them gets you that full thing. Mayhem Connoisseur, uh, receive the Blessing of White Strike at one of the Alliance Gates during the mid-year mid Mayhem, which happens to be, you know, essentially the same thing as it was before. Um, and I'm hunting down a person, so you're going to have to stall because he's over here doing whatever it is he's doing, and I'm going <laughs> to kill him. Okay, so basically, guy. those are the achievements. And one yeah. of the achievements are, again, the win a match of Battleground, which is bugged right now. But apparently, it's going to be fixed on Monday with the patch. So what this uh, scroll Ag Mansion gives you is that it gives you a 100% <laughs> bonus to the Alliance points. I just killed the guy, so I can talk now. <laughs> uh, the Pelanine, uh, the Bloody, capture Keep in Cyrodiil. Uh, Pelavant, the Scourge, win a Battleground, which is the one that's not done. The Star Made Knight, which is the meta achievement, where you get all seven of them. And then the Wrath of White Strike by killing 50 opponents during the event. There you go. Hmm. Yep. Cool. 
along with the event, uh, you get these boxes that Ag just got that uh, book out of. <laughs> uh, in these boxes, you can find alchemy regions, PvP consumables such as repair kits, forward camps, and siege weapons. Getting a forward camp is really good. I like it because it's like 20,000 alliance points to get it from a siege merchant. Or I don't think you can even get it from a siege merchant anymore. I can't, I'm not sure. Anyway. Uh, motive pages for your alliance and Akaviri. Mm -hmm. Style items for your alliance. Akaviri style items. Cold Harbor Siege weapons. Prismatic runestones. Now, I never got Ooh. this. So that's, that would be nice. As well as books of Pelinal housing item. I got and, one. Yeah, you got one. I know. I realized. One. I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reprint, though. Second edition. Of his oh. revelation at the death of Alesh. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, in the first weekend of the event... Oh, I didn't read this before. In the first weekend of the event, you can use alliance points, points to purchase necklaces, and in the second, purchase rings. rings. During the event, Ekajit will not accept gold as payment for these items. So put those additional alliance points to good use. Now, which Kajit? Kajit is this. The golden... Oh, the Golden Vendor. Okay. Yeah. The usual Golden Vendor. So that was the um, mid-year Mayhem PvP event. Yeah. Now, the other piece of thing we want to talk about is the data mined items. But for this, Ag, are you going to put it on the screen? I'm, I'm going or? to try. <laughs> I just died, so that's okay. I can do that. <laughs> All right. Let me go ahead. Are and... you not using the entire like window capture thing? No, no, no. I I use game capture. So. Ah, okay. Yeah, so that's go, yeah. Let me go ahead and bring this up on the stream real quick. Ooh, that's seven hundred Telvars going down the drain. I just eh, saw on the screen. I'm not in it for Telvars. I'm just having fun killing <laughs> these guys. So I mean, whatever. Still, you just gave a, a, you just gave a Dominion person seven hundred Telvars. Maybe he was in it for the Telvars, and you just gave it to him. You aided Aldmeri Dominion. That's okay. I'll kill him and get it back. That, that's the difference, you know. There we go. Uh, there we go. I'm going to go ahead and bring that up on the stream a little bit. I don't like that look right there. Let me see if I can... This is good because in the meantime, I'm trying to open a chest, advanced chest. Uh, let's see if I get something good. Nothing. Awesome. <laughs> I can still make fun of Ag. Can you? That's the optimistic way of looking at not getting anything. Uh, RNG. Because if I do get any, something good, then I won't be able to make fun of you anymore. I guess. Because that I, makes sense. That's my only, like, what's the, what's the word? Uh, Joy in life? Mm. I'm not <laughs> falling that much. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I mean... There you go. All right, so let's see if I can if I can pull this up if it actually does what it needs to do. Uh, I hate the new browser source thing. It's actually a real pain in the bum. But all right, why don't you use just window capture? Is there window, a specific reason? Yeah, because OBS Studio doesn't actually record window capture anymore. Really, uh, it does. I've been using it. You've been using Studio, or you've been using Classic? Oh, good question. Because Studio doesn't. requires a browser source. It's, it's a little different. Um, 
Yeah, it doesn't look like it's gonna let me bring it up. Unfortunately, I'm using OBS Studio. Anyway, we can we can check it out after stream. Yeah, right? after stream, I will fight with it. So, that. so we'll just have to talk about it in in in. in Describe in. them. There will also be a link in the show notes. So, I mean, if you want to see what we're talking about, you can go to our show notes and uh, take a look at them there as well. So, enjoy. So the f- right. the first page is hoods and hats, basically. Mm-hmm. So you've got various hats that are animal skulls. There's a few that are sort of metal masks. There's like a Khajiit one, a demon one. Um, there's some really creepy looking ones that kind of are like the Grothdar helmet. There's a mm-hmm. few skull, animal skull ones, <laughs> human skulls. I guess these will come with the, like Halloween event or something because... It's going to be part of that Reapers whatever event or whatever it is that's going on, which also comes with a, which we'll get to, um, a a crown crate season. But, yeah. yeah. There's nothing on that page that I like. I mean, I don't don't like to use any helmets or anything. I always have the height helmet option on, so Mm, I'll probably won't use them as well. Second page. Yeah. Second page has got four houses. So two, one that we know is from the new Horns of the Reach. Yep. So Huck builds High Hall. That's I'm that right. Oh, it has a tower as well. I'm just seeing it right now on the picture. I didn't realize it on the stream when they do, did the ESO Live. Mm. It is like That's a weird. small scout tower kind of. Yes. In the ESO Live from yesterday, they did say that you can... The achievement to buy that in-game is both of the new dungeons on vet mode. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's no, not going like... too hard. The dungeons the aren't hard. Ha- yeah. Well, the second they... house is a little cottage, a cozy fenside cottage that looks okay. Yeah, too small. Yeah. <laughs> Then the Linchal Grand Manor, which looks very opulent. <sighs> this is one that I'm kind of sad about. Because um, if anyone knows, I think I talked about this before, I love Imperial-style housing. You know, it looks like ancient Rome. Um, and this is essentially ancient Rome. But my problem is because I don't know if they're going to add it into the game or if this is just going to be one other one of those freaking crown store only events and if it is that will be very upsetting so manners are usually like we don't have any crown store only manor though right all manners manor manors are no in game not not true uh remember yeah. the uh the cave the cave was one and then the there, island the island yeah, was one the, I, I don't count the, those as manners like what what i meant is Daggerfall overlook like uh the the dunmer one and the alt well dominion one so maybe this is the imperial one in return like we have one manner for each alliance that are that is purchasable in game right and now we'll get one for the imperial faction of the game which is not really a faction but it is a faction in the lore, so in, in I the, in the lore, yes. So I, I I hope this will be purchasable in game. Not that I will be able to afford it, but <laughs> <laughs> not that I'll be able to afford it. Yeah, that's that's kind of my issue as well. Like, 
could I afford it? I probably could, but you know, I don't know. It. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll. What a lore question right here. Um, yeah. Is this style like the white stone style of Imperial? Is that uh, Nibbanese or uh, Colovian? Uh, Nibbanese. Right. Okay. I just want to make sure because I remember so like the Colovian is more Gothic, right? Yes. Yes, it's definitely more gothic than than this one is. Just want to make sure that yeah. I I remember correctly. Nope, you you are correct, sir. You are correct. So there's like two DC over here that are I'm fighting them both. I'm going to get them. I'm definitely going to get them. Uh so yeah, no, I know we had that conversation a little while ago cuz remember when they they like, "Oh, we're going to remove all the Nebanese style housing." And they right. took it all away, but then they left some parts of it, and some parts of it was like, oh, freaking, you know, oh, you left this part of it, but it doesn't match the housing because all the imperial housing is Colovian, and you're leaving Nebanese style stuff in here? That makes no sense. Like, why would you do this? But I don't know. It is what it is, and we'll see. Let's see if I can kill this guy now. These stupid night blades, man. I tell and you then what. the fourth house is a cold harbor estate. Right. And now I this might I be crowdstone only. You think? Yep. Hmm. I like it. I like it too. Ah, oh, they got me because I ran out of freaking stamina. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next section is mounts. My favorite mm -hmm. of all of the things um there's a lot of skeleton zombie type animals there's a wolf different type of wolf a camel it's a skeleton there is a couple of new senches that are non-zombie which are quite beautiful a shadow ghost senche the nightmare senche that looks awesome it, yeah i need that i'm gonna get that um there are few more wolves i think i said a few more horses and a frost draugr senche which i don't like that one someone it's might bot frost and zombie so yeah <laughs> to, to, to describe it it's a frozen zombie it's a white walker oh, someone's someone's Pretty been watching either. a lot of game of thrones <laughs> yeah. at this point so it is yeah someone adds in a max loves game of thrones <laughs> Then we've got three new costumes. The right. Fulcreef Bane, which is like a... It's kind of like one of the costumes that came out in Morrowind. It's like a dress, an A-line dress. It has got the Nordic Horn helmet, which is quite cute. Actually, Nord I don't like the helmet. Too pointy. <laughs> but Nord Male Medium and Nord Male Low. There, they don't get very creative with the male costumes in this game. I have to make a comment. They're all just tunics <laughs> and pants, and some of us have created hot-looking male characters who'd like to show off their assets. <laughs> so, well, when you want to show your assets <laughs> as a male character, you just yep. remove your costume and your armor and do the slash red guard dance. This is true. <laughs> that is literally all you need. No crowns required. <laughs> 
Um, and then further down the page, we have the images of the new season of Crown Crates, which is Reaper's Harvest. <laughs> More Crown Crates. Killing me, Smalls. Killing me. <laughs> We've got a zombie personality coming out. Mm -hmm. So that should be interesting. Um, the skin from the, the new dungeons, the Blood Forged, which looks really good. I will say the... What is it? Not the skin. It's the. Uh, help me out here. The. Oh, why am I drawing a blank on it? It's the. It's polymorph. the. Polymorph. Not the polymorph. The costume for the Falkreath. Costume. Yep. I, I like that because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it, it, I like it because it's simple. I like simple things. You know. <laughs> like also, it's good costumes. that we get some Nordic costumes we've been getting a lot of like ordinators yeah armor and stuff like that but we don't really have that much nordic costumes in the store we don't and yeah no actually i don't think there's hardly any to be honest i think there's a nord noble one like mm. from way back i feel like the store, only actually hold on i i've i've had so many crown store things like we have the alicure imperial Costumes. Stuff, Don Mary stuff, Argonian stuff. From what I can see right now, like Bosmer. Yeah, yeah a bunch of, a bunch of stuff. Mm, oh, it's not no, Nordic noble suit either. It's just noble suit. We have the so we have the Nord hero. Um, and I'm we just I'm, well, I mean, if you bought it, I mean, I bought pretty much uh, the Dragon Warrior. We do have the Dragon Warrior, which is the Skyrim costume, essentially. Oh, right. Yeah. So we have two from that so far, I see. I'm just going through because I had anything. Well, they were, you... like, weren't they uh, limited time stuff? Uh, those were, yes. Both of them were limited time related stuff. I mean, I mean just general news, like Imperial Temple tunic. You like, get the Nordic, the Nordic bathing towel, if you count. Oh, that. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. important. Uh, that is, I think, it of the Nord stuff. So we got three, yeah. two of which were limited time. Well, three were limited time, but it should be a... Oh, no, we got the uh, Western Scout, Skyrim Scout, uh, uh, outfit, oh, yes. oh, which right. is just yeah, a leather or something. I've used them for a very long time. Yeah, no, they're not bad. Um, they're But they're, they're essentially just the armor, which mm -hmm. I don't actually have an issue with, if you ask me, because that's one thing that I, I wish they would have done, added costumes for all the motifs in the game. Oh, yeah. Because if they would allow me to just freaking have yeah. a uh, like a heavy armor uh, in, um, mercenary, I would be insanely happy, because that's my favorite set. And I would just wear that costume, and then with ESO Plus, you can dye the darn thing, so, you know, it it, it just works out. Like, why wouldn't you... You do that. Well, hopefully that'll happen with the transmog system. That well, we with the transmog, the then I don't even need to. There's no need for costumes at all. You yeah, know? which is fine. Like, I like the idea of the transmog as well, because then, like you said, we can do what whatever it is we need to do by ourselves without really having to worry too much. But I don't know. It, it, I would have just liked the costume it, up until they, if they release transmog and it allows me to essentially put heavy armor over medium armor or whatever the case, you know, to make it look like the way I want it to look, I'm fine. That's perfect. That's what I want. But if not, I mean, even just the costume would be great. Yeah. Cause yeah. then I can, you know, do what I need to do. Um, okay. 
Uh, was that was that everything from from uh, like data pets. pets? Yes. And then a whole heap of pets. So some creepy looking cats, some more zombie <laughs> things. This has to come out around Halloween. Like this has to be tied in with yeah. the the Halloween event. Like it just it has to be. I can't see it not being Halloween stuff. Yeah. It's like a My Little Pony pony. A My a Little Pony, pony pet might pony. be fun, amusing. You know, just running around your horse like a that, that might be nice to have. And an ugly rat. No one wants a rat. <laughs> no one. No one wants a rat. No one wants this. No one wants a rat. And it's like a manky-looking rat too. It looks like it's got the plague. Plague rat. <laughs> it, it might. You, you don't know. It, it very well could. Um. You don't. You don't know what's going on. You don't. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> oh my. I'm just taking these keeps or these these towers. I really need to go out and take a keep, but I don't want to do it on stream because it's already a pain in the butt to do. And, you know, maybe I'll do that later tonight. That's uh, pretty much it. Okay, that, that's it then, huh? All right. Well, um, well, that kind of ends our news section because um, we don't really have a whole lot else now. This will probably be a fairly short show because we didn't have a whole bunch to talk about. I say fairly short. But we got emails, which is awesome because we hadn't got emails in so long, and now we've got tons of them, and I really appreciate it. So everyone who sends us emails, you guys are great. Head on over to DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. There's a Contact Us page. You can fill out a little form. It's nice and simple. You fill it out. You can even pick which podcast you want it to go to in case you have mail for a different podcast. You can do that. Um, But send me mail because this has been amazing. So... I guess it's time that I actually bring up mail because we do have mail, so I gotta bring up the notes. Also, you say it's going to be a short show, but we are already hour into the show. I know, yeah. well, shorter than it has we been for us. Yet oh, you're you're right. We haven't. <laughs> Still have Vivex. You're right. So. I'm. I we do have the sermon as well. So maybe I should do the sermon before I do the other books or the other things. So yeah, all right, let me like, let me go ahead and do that. No, I'm going to do that. That'll be fine. That'll be fine. I'm See fine. what happens when I don't put the sermon into the show notes? <laughs> and when I do, you blame me of modifying it. Well, I don't yeah. trust you anymore with that. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't trust you anymore with that. But all right. So we got our 36 lessons of Vivek sermon six. You have discovered the sixth sermon of Vivek, which was hidden in the words that came next to the Hortator. There is an eon within itself that when unraveled becomes the first sentence of the world. Minfala and Azura are the twin gates of tradition and Boethia the secret flame. The sun shall be eaten by lions, which cannot be found yet in Veloth. Six are the vest and garments worn by the suppositions of men. Proceed only with the simplest terms, for all others are enemies and will confuse you. Six are the formulas to heaven by violence, one that you have learned by studying these words. The father is the machine and the mouth of the machine. His only mystery is an invitation to elaborate further. The mother is active and clawed like a nixhound, yet she is the holiest of those that reclaim their days. The sun is myself, Vec, and I am unto three, six, nine, and the rest that come after, glorious and sympathetic, without borders, 
utmost in the perfections of this world and the others. Sword and symbol pale like gold. There is a fourth kind of philosophy that uses nothing but disbelief. For by sword, I mean the sensible. For by word, I mean the dead. I am Vec, your protector and the protector of Red Mountain until the end of days, which are numbered three, 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 three. Below me is the savage, which was needed to remove ourselves from the Altmer. Above me is challenge, which bathes itself in fire and the essence of a god. Through me you are desired, unlike the prophets that have borne your name before. Six are the walking ways from enigma to enemy to teacher. Boethia and Azura are principles of the universal plot, which is begetting, which is creation, and Menfala makes of it an art form. For by the sword I mean the first night, for by the board I mean the dead. There will be splendor in the name when it is said to be true. Six are the guardians of Veloth, three before, and they are born again, and they will test you until you have proper tendencies of the hero. There is a world that sleepeth, and you must guard against it. For the sword I mean the dual nature, for the word I mean the animal life. For by the sword I am preceded by a sign, for by the word I am preceded by a wolf. The ending of the words is Alm Sylvie. Okay. Wow. He was on <laughs> some sort of substance with this one. A, a little bit of crack, right? A little bit, <laughs> little bit, little bit of crack. Um, this one's interesting because, honestly, it's kind of no one really knows what's going on on this one. Like, <laughs> I know what's going on in just one part. Okay. And I'll mention it late when you get there. Okay. All right. All right. So... <laughs> Which part do you know what's going on? I, I just need to know. You're, it's killing me. You will see. Okay. I'll let, it, I'll, I'll let you get curious. Yeah. A lot of people have been saying with this one is that the numbers six refer to the uh, sermon itself and not don't have a whole lot of other meaning behind it. I have really not found a lot of meaning behind this one because, of course, everything is the tribunal and the three. I'm not sure where he's getting the six and so many of this. So some refer to it just being Michael Kirkbride being Michael Kirkbride, which is something mm. that he does. Um, so obviously we have the Manfala and Azure are the twin gates of tradition and Boethia is the secret flame. Again, showing the anticipations, which were the, the tribunal, right? So you have the two that are the mainstays, which, um, Minfala and Azura being Sothasil and uh, uh, Amalexia, who are again referred to as the father and the mother. And yet Vivek is the secret flame. And I hear my son upstairs. He's practicing his thum. It's pretty awesome. Um, let's see, six, six. A lot of, I've actually also heard the, the idea that the six is an interpretation of a um, I believe it is a Middle Eastern type religion. The the um, well, what is the word for it? It's essentially the seven paths to heaven. So I've heard that Michael Kirkbride more or less just ripped off this idea of the seven paths to heaven uh, and just made it six to make it so it wasn't a complete rip off. That's the other <laughs> word that I've heard. Um, now the interesting part of this is he predicts 
the end of days, which are numbered three, 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 three. So three, 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 three. There's some people have been pulling some insane math out of this, which is essentially uh, how did they want to say it? Like the third era, three hundred and thirty third year. I think that's pretty much what they said at that point. But I don't think the math actually lines up with that. I'm trying to remember because I think third era goes much further than that. But within that number is apparently when the Red Mountain explodes and him seeing ahead until the falling of Bardow and the destruction of all of that. Um, mm. what, what, I can what? try to do that math after the show. You're, yeah, I'm going to have to find the link That's for when someone who's trying to do the math to try to line it up with the events of Skyrim and like the events of the Fourth Era. But, you know, that that's kind of where we're at. Um, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I get out of that. Him taking up these six paths to essentially divinehood, but the six paths don't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, this is one, this is one of the sermons that stumps me into what mm. they are trying to come across. Now, Ark, what, what were you saying? Like, you feel like you know what was, what was happening. Well, here. now, I am very thrilled that this coincidence happened. Okay. But remember how last week the lore master of Welder Scrolls Online <laughs> wrote about uh-huh. Alduin being sent back to the time of Vivek and Vivek imprisoning it uh-huh. in the Bardao, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. here Vivek says, Above me is a challenge which baits itself in fire and the essence of a god. Now, Alduin being held above the city in Bardao by Vivek is the challenge and Alduin baits itself in fire and the essence of Akatosh, a god. <laughs> See? See? Okay. It's, it, it all lines up. Perfect. Let me, let me go ahead and, and help awesome. you with this one just for anyone who's listening and might go crazy. The idea of a god is also referred to the Daedra that left Bardow, which uh, I believe was uh, Clavicus Vile. Because I think we, we find that out later on. I'm trying to remember. I'm almost positive it's Clavicus Vile who decided doesn't he doesn't line to up as good it. as my two. I, I know, I know. It's also, it says essence of a god. So dra- dragon. Dragon. Dragon like, essence. I'll, I'll I see where you're easy. trying to... See? <laughs> see, what you're see? Trying. it's perfect. It is. Like... After this, there is no way you can convince me otherwise, because it's written in the sermon itself. Above me is a challenge which baits itself in fire and the essence of a god. There is no other way of explaining this. And you just said yourself, like, this sermon doesn't really make sense to you. That's because you don't accept the true (laughs) law. I don't accept the true law. I just don't. That's why this sermon doesn't make sense to you. It makes perfect sense to me. I see. Uh-huh. In that line. Because you clearly know the truth. I don't understand the rest of the sermon. But just this line. No. Yes. Sense. For anyone who is really wondering, a lot of that is, like I said, the six paths. Some people refer to it the idea of the six paths to heaven or the seven paths to heaven. And Michael Kirkbride taking that and modifying the number. Because six doesn't really show a representation anywhere in in uh in the tribunal and except as by a divis or a multiplier of three again you see the three 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 is also a multiplier of the three mm-hmm. but six doesn't really make much of a much of a 
uh, an idea like why also not just six on? there's nine as well like i'm on to three six nine yeah and it, the rest come after it, so. it, it's all the multiples of three which again is pointing towards the tribunal it's vivek trying his best at this point to solidify the idea of the three being ruling parties almost like very subtly by going you know oh it's clearly fate that there's three tribunal because everything is a factor of three it's kind of like that movie has anyone seen the movie 21 before like the number uh, or the number 23 well, i should number Jim 23 Carey yes one? yes yeah I've seen where it. everything equals 23 yeah. that's essentially like what I'm seeing from this is he's trying to make the idea of the tribunal so ingrained in the people that everything is a multiple of three. And therefore with three being a, you know, a prime number, it is, is pretty much what you need. And it's interesting how he tries to tie it together, but yeah, that is, that's what this whole sermon seems to rely upon outside of the fact that some people are saying that Michael Kirkbride just ripped off the idea of the seven paths to heaven. So, so that was sermon six again, sermon six, six everywhere, multiples of three, three being the tribunal. It's the six. Also confirming Dan Alduin. And also confirming (laughs) Alduin apparently. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna get myself over here to take this 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 tower area because I need to because that's what I need to do. Also, Alduin's names na- Alduin's name is made up of three words as well. Alduin. Alduin. You, know? you mean syllables? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that I'm what you're syllable. referring to? Syllables. All right. Yeah. All right. I just. I don't... Which lines up? Which lines up? Which lines up? Okay. All right. So we're I'm gonna... going to make so like a crazy math with that. Three, 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 three. <laughs> You're gonna try to figure out exactly how what it what it represents. That's that's awesome. Exactly how it represents Alduin. You're gonna come <laughs> clearly. Three, three, three is divided by this. Add two dragons, and you got Alduin. That's what happens. It's the number twenty-three all over again. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! All right, so I guess we got emails to do, don't we? Yep. So. Yep. Rick, a.k.a. Voodoo Yaga, once again, a jealous and company. Rick in Germany. He plays on PS4 on the EU side, so thank you, Rick. Writing again uh, with a tidbit of news. You may be interested and possibly thrilled to see a new category has been added to the ESO forums, which is lore. So, Ark, maybe you should go post your Alduin theory there. It might, might gain some traction. Uh, though I'm yeah, sure... It you- wouldn't be fun if they officially confirm this and you debunk your idea so that's why i'm not going to do oh it would be better if i convince you normally instead of just getting it confirmed by the official sources i see correct okay (laughs) i see how that works all right so i'm sure you guys are busy with the network and i it'd be great to see some majellus post in there (laughs) yeah i could post some lore at some point i should really probably do that uh, though I'm sure uh, I never get tired of listening to you guys discuss the latest of your adventures, the current ESO news, and lore discussions. Yay! Uh, on my way, uh, keep them coming. Well, definitely. We're 149 episodes in. Uh, next next week marks our 150th episode, oh, man. That's yay. that's Ooh. a that's a big milestone for a podcast. Like, oh yeah. Um, pretty much us and Elder Scrolls Off the Record are the only two ESO podcasts to to uh, to break that. 
And I mean, technically speaking, ESOTR started Skyrim off the record, so I don't I don't actually know how many episodes started with Skyrim before ESO started. But um, yeah, no, that's I'm not. I'm just. I mean, I remember what Nate said on the hundredth episode. I believe mm-hmm. uh, you know he he does podcasts kind of as a living, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. He he does. He, he mentioned that not just the gaming or whatnot, but prof- even professional podcasts don't break the hundred you know the number 100 so yep yeah i mean 150 that's that's almost three years if you know we made an episode every week which, which we almost have we actually almost have um yeah it's a little over three years we're actually almost four years now uh our our third year anniversary started uh i believe it was january 21st was the day that we uh launched eso um or uh tales of tamriel uh episode one was like january so yeah we've we've uh we've done a few things recently so i mean obviously um i'm as i'm killing these things here (laughs) or trying to (laughs) but yeah yeah we have an angry 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 child right now he's not very happy um, so yeah, anyway, continuing this. Also, my Aussie guildmate and Tamriel cunning buddy, uh, Kim, has been listening recently too and loves getting her weekly sermon from you. Both of us are eager to hear your discussion when you get to some of the more um, risque <laughs> sermons. I cracked up when I was listening to your friendly competitors at Off the Record a few weeks back and heard of Varwin's reaction to Sermon 14. Um, Kim and I often play on my Saturday mornings and we end inadvertently end up talking about the latest reading at some point it's awesome thank you so much for that actually i've just about died so i have to try to kill that guy oh i died anyway so hopefully the other guy gets him anyways as always you guys are fantastic keep up the great work and oh don't uh don't feel obligated to read this on air i promise i'm not really some kind of crazy (laughs) podcast stalker no literally that's fine i i like podcast stalkers and that's why i actually said hey send some emails guys they really are a lot of fun and i'm glad that we actually get the opportunity to you know uh hear them right because you know we don't always always get that i'm gonna kill this guy i really am i'm gonna kill him gonna kill him (laughs) maybe damn oh there he is (laughs) hopefully i I got him that was a missed nope killed him or part. No, I got him. I got no, him. He went, he, he's dead. He died or went to Musa? He's he's running. Nope, he's dead. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm behind on the street. Oh yeah, no, I got him. I got him. <laughs> he's dead. And I got a, a a champion point out of that too. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, those are those two guys that I keep running into, so I'm glad we got one dead. So Again, thank you so much, Rick. We really do appreciate your email. Sorry that I uh, was reading that while PVPing. That tends to be kind of an issue. Uh, so, next email is from Gregory Harris. Cyrodiil Jungle Lore question. I've been listening to your show for about a year, and I want to thank you for your hard work. The recent uptick in lore discussions has really elevated my enjoyment and made an already great show that much better. That being said, I was hoping you could go into greater depth on the perceived inconsistency with Cyrodiil portrayed in ESO, namely that it is in a jungle. I'm a fan of ESO, despite its flaws. Uh, I just lost my spot because I had to look at at my screen, so I'm going to kind of duck myself in here. Um, Despite its flaws, 
and it has always perturbed me that detractors hold this as an undeniable time ESO broke the lore to its great shame. Elder Scrolls fans always tout the unreliable narrator as part of the reason they love the lore. But then some point to uh, uh, Phraseus of the Elnar's account of the jungles, in quotes, of Cyrodiil as a transcription error, as a lazy attempt by ESO to justify the actions after the fact. But I'm not certain uh, we've meant to take on this account seriously. While I've not found Lady Cinnabar's account, I have no doubt it differs from uh, Fr- uh, Ferris's. In an old episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, and I may have certain details wrong, they discussed another possibility. The White Gold Tower has the ability to impact the landscape and whoever controls it, controls Cyrodiil's change, uh, can change its topography. Under this scenario, it's possible that it has been both uh, has been both and not been a jungle at varying points in history. It may have been a jungle when Tiber Septum came to power and not at the time of ESO. Another possibility I've thought about is what if Tiber Septum changing the landscape is just imperial propaganda? The 36 lessons of Vivek strike me as tribunal Vivek propaganda, and the story of Tiber Septum changing the jungle to forest might be the same. Um, Actually, this is a good topic before you start, because I do remember watching a video talking about how Tiber Septim changed the uh, Cyrodiil's topography, or created or removed jungle, I can't really remember, when he acquired the power of uh, Chim or Kaim. Mm-hmm. So this is a topic I'm actually curious about as well. Okay. You know, and it's a- I actually am really glad that you brought up the idea of the tribunal being propaganda imperial propaganda and whatnot you're you're very you're very right that could be something that um that you know is imperial propaganda to kind of pop up in uh tiber septum as a as a you know i guess a leader of men or whatever you want to call it um but the thing that i always found was that this this stupid ad guy is gonna really bother me I'm going to try to kill him because he keeps whatever in me here. Stupid, stupid. Um, there we go. I, I'm still fighting him. Never gonna, <laughs> not gonna, I'm going to kill him. I'm definitely going to kill this guy. There we go. He's almost dead. There we go. Oh, come on. Am I lagging? There. No, he's All right. Dead. In the meantime, then I'll... <laughs> try to explain yeah go, go ahead no i kill them but <laughs> why, yeah. why Cyrodiil might not be a jungle in elder scrolls online and the main thing about that is probably not because Zenimax online mistook the lore but simply because you know making Cyrodiil into a jungle could uh, create two problems for pvp in elder scrolls online first is performance the yeah. more models you load into the world the more performance you'll require to run smoothly and Strudel as it is already very hard to you know run for whatever reason it's still lagging even when you reduce the uh, settings and whatnot making it into a jungle like it was in Oblivion or it was in any other games or in, in the lore as it is portrayed could have been very performance heavy issue as mm-hmm. well as in terms of gameplay having that dense jungle in a PvP area could cause, you know, you wouldn't be able to use your gap closers because people would keep running behind the trees. Imagine playing in frickin' um, uh, any of the uh, uh, Elden Root 
zones, right? Yeah. In Cyrodiil. No, like, I, I agree. Like, the reason why they changed it, they did it, A, for performance, and B, because just like Skyrim, Oblivion has a place in people's heart. They wanted it to be familiar, right? Like, that's what they wanted. They wanted it to be familiar. Now, I, I don't really buy the idea of Phasius, oh, jungle was just, oh, it's, you know, like, welcome to the jungle kind of thing. A, a lot of it, again, ties in um, with when he describes as the jungle. I believe this, you actually find that out during, if I remember correctly, it's the uh, pocket guide to the empire, empire which was um, commissioned by the ruling emperors. So, of course, yes, it very well could be propaganda if we're trying to tie into the lore, not just the fact that ESO changed it because they wanted to pluck at the heartstrings of people playing Oblivion, right? If Oblivion looked like Elden Root, yeah, no one would be like, oh, this isn't the Cyrodiil I remember, you know? Um, <laughs> so I, I am honestly of the note that Cyrodiil, they, they retcon the lore because they wanted to pluck that familiar heartstring of people with Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. I don't. I honestly think it is a lore inconsistency. Actually, Cyrodiil and Oblivion was quite jungly as well, wasn't it? What do you? Well, I mean, Cyrodiil in when you get closer to Leowin, like those lower countries, yeah, it became more jungly-ish. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it definitely had various sections. But the whole idea of it being jungle. I tend to believe because even the Iliads were like, it's, it's, you know, it's jungle. Like that's what it is, right? Like this is, and, and the idea of him being able to change it was because of the power of Kime, which be, he only achieved after the apotheosis of, um, uh, you know, becoming Talos essentially is what, well, actually I guess he, he could have achieved it earlier than that, but it's just sort of assumed in which case he would have died as, as Tiber Septum. But yeah, that, that tends to be, I think it's more the fact that it, they did slip up with the lore, but if you really want to stick to it, the best case you're going to have is the idea of propaganda changes. That's probably one of the best ideas I've ever had, because again, the pocket guide to the emperor's, empire is pretty much where we got those ideas of hey this is this is what it used to be and it's no longer that way um, maybe it's global warming maybe well mm-hmm. wouldn't wouldn't then the jungle remain that way like, well it might just vary depending whether it's a heat season or a cold season mm. you know um landscapes do change over time so, given what ESO is in a different time zone, <laughs> timeline, a couple thousand time years, period. but yeah, uh, so. yeah, the idea behind it, and even and the way that the book, the way that the book, the original book that describes Cyrodiil and, and Tiber Septum changing it is, he wasn't like the transcription error. I don't see how you can transcribe something so wrong. He literally yeah. said, I took the jungles of Vardenfell and changed it, uh, to these farmlands, uh, for my red legions because I love thee. Like the way they described it, I don't see how it's possible to, you know, like that level of transcription error is a problem. It's like, you might as well not even been recording the same darn sentence. Because <laughs> how I can understand, you know, it's like, oh, Cyrodiil's like a jungle, like, you know, welcome to the jungle kind of deal. Like, you know, we got some ACDC in here. 
but how do you change oh yeah That's welcome to the jungle we made some farms for you to farm you know like it doesn't make any sense um so i actually am with again i love eso so it's not really a detractor so much to the game um for me but the idea that i know they made the lore change so that it was familiar to people who played oblivion and they did it specifically for that and then they went, oh, in this time frame, it was still jungle. How are we going to change that? And they came up with some half, you know, uh, half thought out excuse of, oh, no, it's really just this. Like, it was just a transcription error. Um, because, yeah, you, they do use the, the perspective of the person for lore. So a lot of times the lore contradicts itself. But I don't know. I just, I find it, I find it a little different. Like, I just, I don't foresee them making that level of mistake i guess is the best way to describe it so um. i mean they had to in in some way i still believe it's the main reason what was uh, is the performance plus gameplay issue rather than making it similar to oblivion but in any case re- like regardless of which is true they had to come up with some excuse to make it like it, it is Right. And I guess the best option at the at the moment was throwing that uh, that lore book in there. In there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was just a way of them covering what they were trying to do. But I do agree that essentially it is a lore breach of ESO, um, mm-hmm. and they just tried to cover it up. But the idea of in the game itself, the idea that you're right from the human perspective, there could be changes to the lore. Um, just due to the fact that, hey, you know, there have been changes in the past just based on people getting stuff wrong because you see it from a perspective. Or in the case of Vivek and the tribunal propaganda, the imperial propaganda, um, and it, it, judging from propaganda, that could be human propaganda at that point to try to show the divinity of Talos when we all know that, especially when you play Skyrim, the uh, the Aldmer and the... Um, Aldmari Dominion and those guys they're trying to disprove Talos even 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 before that they refuse to call it the nine divines they call it the eight and one to show the separation because they don't like the idea of a human a male or like a a human um, achieving divinity over their race like they don't they don't so they even the elves refer to it as the eight and one in later times rather than the nine divines so, I mean, it could, it could have been very well Tiber Septon just ordering a bunch of soldiers or legions to just cut down the trees and you, turn it into a farm area. That's very rather true. Rather than just, you know, no, it's very true. I mean, divinity, and you, then, as you said, used as a propaganda. Yeah, no, I mean, that is very true. That's done in. Uh, in Brazil and stuff like where the rainforest is there, like the cattle barons and stuff, they cut down the trees. And when the trees are cut down, you can turn it into farmland. And you know, that is actually a topic I'm very sad about. Like if you search for Amazon rainforest, like deforestation gif. Yep. It's a very upsetting view. Oh yeah. No, it definitely, but it's that, that idea is something that could have happened where, he ordered his legions, and that is a good theory. He ordered his legions to start clearing forests, and over time, the forest would change. Because, of course, when the sun's beaten down on the rainforest, 
less trees, more more land. It, it, the the mm. climate would I wouldn't say the climate would change so much over time, but the the landscape would change obviously and would turn more into fertile fields. And then later on, later centuries in the pocket guide, they come forward going, hey. You know, this this didn't happen over time. This happened in like one fell swoop of his finger here, and you know, because he's a god. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Alright, guys, that reaches the end of this episode. So thank you so much to both my co hosts, that's Arkanir and Blood Eye for showing up. Uh Arkanir, where can people find you? Well, um you can find me anywhere by searching Arkanir. That is A-R-K-H-A-N-I-I-R. I usually say I don't stream regularly, although I do have a Twitch, but I do. I did start to stream more regularly, at least I'm trying to. So if you're interested in streams of you know, Elder Scrolls Online to Doom or Quake, you can follow that at twitch.tv slash Arcaneer. You can contact me at Twitter, that is twitter.com slash Arcaneer, or you can send me an email at Arcaneer at gmail.com. Or you can find everything I do at um, arconeer.com. Just arconeer. <laughs> awesome. And Bloodeye, where can, where can people find you in-game? Uh, in-game at Bloodeye and in Discord. There you go. As well. Awesome. Well, you can follow me, uh, Jellos, on Twitter at Jellos, A-G-G-E-L-O-S underscore W-O-F. And that's where you find me there. In-game, it's at Jellos because that's what I do. Find everything we do, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. If you don't have a subscription for us on uh, YouTube, definitely head on out there. We're close to our 2K uh, YouTube subscribers, which is pretty darn awesome for us. I'm really happy about that. Um, of course, follow shows at Tales of Tamriel on Twitter, at DungeonCrawlNet for our network show, and Twitch.tv slash DungeonCrawlNetwork. Give us a follow over there. We really do appreciate that. And uh, thank you so much for everything you guys do for us. You guys are amazing. We're glad you enjoy the show, and we hope to see you next time. What's up? (laughs) One one important thing. Happy birthday for you, Ajelis. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are recording this um, the day before my birthday. So for Blood Eye, it is my birthday for her. Not just Blood Eye, it's for me too. You are the one living in the past. I'm the one living in the past. Yeah, yeah. I so, I celebrating your birthday now. Yep, I <laughs> am 31 years old as of tomorrow for me. So today, t- today for you too. <laughs> yes. So thank you so much for the birthday wishes. I really appreciate that. So happy birthday! All right, follow us in all those places that I just mentioned. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope we will see you. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. 
than wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost learn to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.